Welcome to the Functional Nutrition Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Holt. I'm an integrative and functional medicine nutritionist with a feisty attitude in well over a decade of clinical experience. I work with women all over the world through my online programs. And I'm also the founder of the Functional Nutrition Academy, a school in practitioner mentorship where we help other clinicians level up with functional medicine methodologies. I've got a bone to pick with diet culture and the conventional healthcare model that are both systematically failing so many of us. Creating a new model is my life's work, and this is what this show's all about. Please keep in mind this podcast is created for educational purposes only and should never be used as a replacement for medical diagnosis or treatment. If you like what you hear today, I would love for you to subscribe to the show, leave a review in iTunes, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Now give me the mic so I can take it away. Hello, you guys. I am almost giddy with excitement to record this episode because I feel like this is a total reboot. This is a revamp. This is a renovation. This is a reclamation of my own energy back into this podcast. We updated a new photo. So sometimes it takes a little while for the new podcast image to update, but we're we're just like out with the old. We are clearing and we are releasing. And if you're listening to this, you're getting a clearing and a releasing and a healing and everybody wins. It's wonderful. We're letting go of the old energy and we are reintroducing the new fresh stuff we want to bring in. Um, It is an emotional week emotional couple of weeks, and not just because I'm recording legit recording today under a full moon, uh, just because of all the things that have been going on that I've been sharing with you. If you listened to the last little mini episode, if you caught my uh, video on Instagram, we sent it out to our newsletter, you kind of know what's up. We're going to get into a little bit more of that here. I'll probably cry in this episode, but just understand they're not sad tears. I am just working through some heart wall work which we'll talk about. And um, (laughs) I'm giggling about that because this is work that I have unintentionally avoided for a very long time. I say unintentionally, I just wasn't even aware that I was avoiding this, but man, was I. Anytime I talk about the chakra system, I just skip right over the heart. (laughs) Like it's not even there. So this experience really reacclimated me to my heart center. And it's a good time. It's a grand old time. I do have some exciting news. At the time of recording this, um, I just announced the shitstorm that happened with this podcast uh, two days ago. And in those two days, we have received over a hundred um, ratings and fifty written reviews, which is insane. And you did that. You all did that. Um, and I can feel this, <laughs> I can legit feel this in my chest, my heart space as I say that. Like, thank you. Thank you so much. Um, that is not something that I could do alone. That is not something I could have done by myself. That is not something that like my team or we couldn't have done this without you. So I am so appreciative. Thank you so much for helping to bring this podcast back, restore this podcast to its original glory. (laughs) 
Um, I have such a feeling that we are going to rebound even stronger. And I, I mean, I really, really believe that deep in my bones. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I will share a little bit more <laughs> of the details in just a sec. I recently took a class with Ali Ofstedel and Erin Telford, and it was all about the Pluto transit. And I am not an astrology buff. I just love to listen to people talk about it. And essentially, I'm going to kind of paraphrase some of the things that Ali shared, is that right now we are at a crossroads. I'm so curious to see if you feel this, because I have certainly felt this. We're at a crossroads where we kind of have like two different choices. I could go this way or I could go this way. And really what we need to do, the work right now, the medicine right now, is to ask ourselves which choice is better in alignment with the whole of hu- of humanity. So I've been sitting in this the past few months. I'm in this big transition space, this big like liminal space considering the future of my work and the future of this podcast. And that's the question that I keep coming back to. What is the decision that I could make that's in the highest and the best interest of the most people? And that's kind of the work right now. That is the medicine. Another really big theme of this humongous planetary transit is transitioning from sourcing our power from a quote-unquote higher source or external expert or authority figure to plugging it back into our own power source. Now, this is a theme that has run throughout the entirety of my work. If you've ever taken Eat to Achieve or the Carb Compatibility Project, your hormone revival, energetics of expansion, FNA, the boundaries course, all of these have a common underlying theme of self-sourcing our own answers. Stop looking to the external experts, the authority figures to tell you what to do with you and start going inside to self-source those answers. So that's always been the bones of my work. I remember the very first business coach I hired, he was like, so what do you do? And I said, I show women their power. Just like so matter of fact. And notice that I didn't say empower. I've never been, I've never had the idea that I empower anybody because that implies that I have the power and I hand it over to you. When in reality, I know that you have the power and I'm just here to remind you of that. So this is something that I live my life by. And also, I sometimes have to remind myself about it. And we go through these different iterations of lessons in our life. And I had a bit of a wobble, a bit of a wobble here. <laughs> and I, I uh, in the Energetics of Expansion course, I, I do talk about this. I talk about with each up level, there is sometimes a wobble. Uh, you can feel a little off kilter. You need to recalibrate. And by the way, you'll probably hear me reference that program a few times today because I'm currently like dipping back into it to receive my own medicine. It's a course that I created. Even like one of the very first things I say is like, you will return to this course time and time and time again because these are lessons that you have to like, you know continuously learn. And word up, here I am, back at it. So I noticed that um, towards the end of last year. I started, I, my business shifted slightly. I hit a significant milestone. And because of that, that's like, that kind of threw me for a little bit of a loop. Nothing bad. Don't get me wrong. Nothing bad. But I was just like a little bit, whoop, a little wobble, a little wobble came through. 
And I started telling myself a different story because up until this point, I had built everything just myself. Not, I'm not suggesting I didn't do it with support, but I didn't ever say like, hey, you, you external authority figure, you expert, how do I do this? I just figured it out. I just listened to my gut. I followed my intuition. I mixed in some strategy and I just put one foot in front of the other and I figured it out. And I started telling myself a story of, I have taken myself this far, but in order to grow and expand from here, I need help. And so I sought that help out. And one of the ways that I did that was by hiring a podcast team. My goal was to grow and expand my reach. I recognize that this podcast helps a lot of people. And so we had built a really awesome, substantial following with uh, a lot of lifetime downloads. And I'm like, let's just keep keep on keeping on. I wanted to do video podcasting. There's just a lot, some avenues that I hadn't explored yet. And I was telling myself, like, I can't do this by myself. I need the expert to come in and tell me what to do. And that's exactly what happened. I hired a team uh, and the expert told me that we needed to move the podcast hosting platform. And that's what we did. I tend to be a very trusting person. I lead with trust. If you tell me you can do something, more often than not, I'm going to believe you. And I think my self-trust was a little wobbly. And so I did put a lot of trust in everything he was telling me. And so we made that switch and that switch decimated our listenership. Like cut it in half. So this podcast, this thing, this baby that I've been cultivating for six years just kind of got demolished is what it felt like to me. Now, we didn't find this out until last week, which was two and a half months after the switch was made. And when we contacted the team about it, it was very much so a situation where they were unwilling to take responsibility uh, for any of it. And they were like, good luck. This is for you to figure out. So that's what we've been doing is trying to figure out what happened. What we've been able to piece together is that the transition was made pretty haphazardly, not thoroughly and pretty sloppily. And obviously that's really frustrating. And I'm so grateful to all of you who have been willing to kind of chime in and share some of the wonkiness that's been going on with the podcast. Um, some people haven't been affected at all, and some people were unsubscribed. Uh, they were following the podcast, and then they weren't following the podcast, but they didn't do anything about it. Um, some platforms just completely stopped updating altogether. So as we figure out the kinks, we are we are slowly but surely updating everything um, to f- kind of fix what was broken. Does it suck? Absolutely. Um, One of the interesting things about this and where I can take responsibility here is that I did not ask enough questions. I did not say, hey, why are you making this recommendation? But there was very much so a culture of, I didn't feel like I could ask questions. Um, One of the reasons we actually dissolved the contract with this company is because there was a situation with show notes. And all I wanted to do was understand why. Why are you making this recommendation? And the reaction was super bizarre. It was like, why are you even asking me that? It hurts my feelings. Why don't you just trust me? 
And so it was like this idea that you should just trust me because I'm the expert. You hired me. I'm the expert. Just trust me. And so I want to be kind of, you know, compassionate with myself is like, there's a really good reason that I didn't ask questions, but also I really should have asked more questions, right? It's kind of like that idea of informed consent um, that I talk about in medicine. You know, if, if we have an expert or an authority figure making a recommendation, they also should be able to kind of weigh out the pros and cons. Like here are the risk, here are the rewards. And then that way you can take that information, run it through your own filters and make the decision that feels right for you. So none of that was presented to me. None of the risks were presented to me at all. So that's really unfortunate. And we're going to quickly interrupt this discussion to shout out one of our show sponsors. As a reminder, the support of our sponsors is what allows the Functional Nutrition Podcast to continue to pump out new content to you. So we always thank them. We hope that you support them too. You've probably heard that the human body is mostly water, but what you probably don't know is that everything else in your body is about 50% amino acids. These building blocks of life are essential for health and for fitness. No matter how you like to move, whatever you do to stay fit, amino acids are essential. This is why Keon Aminos is my fundamental supplement for fitness. I drink them every day, usually a couple of times a day, for muscle and for recovery. Keon Aminos is backed by over 20 years of clinical research, has the highest quality ingredients, no fillers, no junk, undergoes rigorous quality testing, and tastes really good. So if you want to naturally boost your energy, build lean muscle, and enhance athletic recovery, you need to get Keon Aminos. You can now save 20% on monthly deliveries and 10% on one-time purchases. Just go to getkeon.com forward slash funk. That's G-E-T-K-I-O-N.com slash F-U-N-K to get my fundamental supplement for fitness, Keon Aminos. Okay, podcast buddies, I want to take a sec to shout out Organifi Green Juice because I have had my family drinking a lot of it lately. We recently had our well water tested, and guess what? We found out that we have arsenic and uranium in our drinking water. Not crazy uncommon for New Hampshire, but still pretty gnarly. So I'm using Organifi Green Juice as part of a gentle detox support. It's got wheatgrass, moringa, spirulina, chlorella, matcha. All of these dense green powders can be extremely supportive here. The green juice also has a clinical dose of ashwagandha, which is an adaptogen that I love for stress reduction, relaxation, healthy immune system, healthy hormones. It comes in two flavors. Both taste great. We've got original, which is like a minty flavor, and then crisp apple. Also, Organifi powders are glyphosate residue free, which is a really big deal when you're buying any superfood powders, especially if you're doing it with the intention of helping you detoxify. So you can head to Organifi.com forward slash funk to save 20%. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com forward slash F-U-N-K to save yourself 20%. All right, back to the show. And I bring all of this up not because I want to rehash this or because I'm going to like give you like podcasting pro tips if you want to start a podcast, but more so because shit like this happens so much. And I think it just flies under the radar. I was just talking to my good friend, Emily, who is uh, a writer and she's um, working on getting an agent and she's working with some book editors. And one of the biggest concerns with that is that they can edit out your voice. So you can hire the expert to swoop in, to be like, you got to do X, Y, and Z because you have no other choice. Like if you want to get published, this is what you got to do. But in doing so, you can kind of like sacrifice your own sense of self, your own 
integrity, your own power. And I can't help but think that this is a direct parallel to what goes on in healthcare and all of the things that I teach are westernized conventional allopathic medicine. There's like this like parentification involved of like the authorities know best. We're taught to trust external authorities over our own intuition. We're told like you can't possibly know this information. I've told the story before when I was diagnosed with SIBO and I brought up the low FODMAP diet. She laughed at me and she's like, how do you know about that? You know, that was eight eight years ago. So we there's a lot of ways that this message is kind of programmed and baked into us throughout our society, throughout our culture. We are really taught to continuously outsource our power. Like you can't possibly know this yourself. And so we lose trust in ourselves and we lose confidence in ourselves. And honestly, the only way to take that back is to recognize that there is no greater authority on us than us. That is true for our bodies and our health, our businesses, our parenting, all of it, our entire lives. And that can feel a little scary because it's a lot easier to tell ourselves a story that somebody knows better than me. But that puts the locus of control outside of ourselves. And as long as the locus of control is outside of ourselves, we are outsourcing our power to something or somebody else. It is hard sometimes to think that, hey, my life or my health is my responsibility. But if we can reframe that a little bit to recognize that that just means that you have the ability to respond. You have the ability to respond in any situation. That's how we bring the locus of control back internal. And we stop telling us ourselves a story that we're a victim to life circumstance, that things are happening to us. And this can be hard. I wanted to play the victim here. I wanted to play the, the blame game. I wanted to say somebody did this thing to me and that's why I'm here. But that idea keeps us absolutely stuck because that puts the ability to change outside of you. If you're saying I'm here because of X, Y, Z, then until X, Y, Z changes, you can't change. And so when we outsource our responsibility to somebody else, we also outsource our power. And I just want to add a caveat here. You, you got to do all of this on your own timeline when you are ready, because if something shitty happened, if something bad happened, if something painful happened, you don't want to deny yourself of that experience. You don't want to bypass it. You don't want to bypass the emotions that go along with it, right? Like I said, this podcast, it's important to me. It built my entire career. It gave me a voice. It gave me a platform. Telling our stories is so cathartic in this podcast gave myself and a lot of other people the opportunity to do that. It allowed me to share my pain and also my medicine with a lot of people. And I'm so grateful to the podcast and it feels really yucky that this happened. I'm not trying to bypass the, the yuck. I'm allowing myself to sit in the yuck. And this is why I'm not playing the blame game. Because playing the blame game would be the easy way out. It honestly would. Because blaming somebody else for this situation would let me off the hook of sitting in my own pain. And that's easier. That's easier. <laughs> but it's not what's going to move me through this. And also bitterness and resentment, they just don't heal the planet. So we're not about that. 
Now, so much of this personal power conversation has a lot to do with our energy body, specifically the solar plexus energy center or the third chakra, which I did an episode on, episode 118. It's called Intuition, Energy Medicine, and Personal Power. And funnily enough, it's like one of, uh, it's a, the podcast that I see shared or one of the top podcasts that I see shared most frequently. So it definitely resonates with a lot lot of you. So we won't get too much into the nitty gritty of the energy body in this, but just understand that the third chakra really governs our personal power, our self-trust, our confidence. And so some of us have deficiencies here, so we struggle with those things. And then some of us have excess energy here. So we kind of go into over-functioning of that. And that is, I tend to see that pretty true for my perfectionists, my overfunctioners, my ambitious, driven people. Um, sometimes that this this is an overcompensation. It's an operating from a wound. It's a trauma response. It's a way to overcome feelings of helplessness, of abandonment, of neglect. We are trying to compensate for feelings of diminished or unrecognized power by like really supercharging up this energy center. So that's kind of what I discussed on that that podcast episode in, in the energetics of expansion. And this is exactly where I went. This is exactly where I defaulted to. I can't rely on anybody else. I have to do everything myself. This is just proof, proof positive. And that's where I went. What can I do to fix this? How do I build this back? But I realized that I actually could not do it alone. And in order to do this, I needed to ask for help. Not from the expert not from the external authority figure, not, hey, can you swoop in, dun dun dun, dun like a knight in shining armor and fix this. I had to reach out to my community and ask for help. And that's really what uh, that, you know, you I shared that with you on Instagram here in the newsletter. And I was honestly shocked by how hard this was for me. Because in order for me to ask for help, I had to bust open some heart walls that I didn't even know existed. And luckily enough, I was able to connect with my Stanford mentor, Robert Cusick, and he really helped me understand why asking for help is can be such a beautiful thing. And I'm sharing this with you because asking for help is not, or having trouble asking for help is not unique to me. This is something that many of us experience. And he gave me some really good medicine in our conversation that I'm going to share with you. We are habituated to say, I've got this under control. I'll take care of you, but you don't need to take care of me. When we do this, two things happen. One, we deny the other person the opportunity to be generous. We deny them the opportunity to open their heart. Because the desire to give and the act of giving does, in fact, open up their heart. And number two, we block our own ability to access compassion. This is why self-compassion is so difficult. So we block our sensitivity to be able to receive. We block our ability to receive love. When we say, no, thank you. I do not want that help, or I will not ask for that help, or I will do this myself, or I'm telling myself a story that... I cannot be taken care of. I do the caretaking. I don't do the help asking. 
when someone can extend love and have it received or extend compassion and have it received, that is a healing for both parties. So by disallowing this, essentially you block heart medicine. And the very interesting thing about excessive solar plexus energy, this like over-functioner, this human doing rather than a human being, we don't balance or heal that energy through action. There is an excessive amount of energy here. And we actually have to either move it down to the second chakra, which is like all about our creation energy. We go into this in a lot of depth in the energetics of expansion, or we have to move the energy up through the heart space. It's almost like opening up a valve to allow for that energy to flow upwards through the heart. And up until this point, I have been pretty silent on how to do this part because I can't teach what I don't know. And heart medicine is something that I am just now unlocking. And I think that this is really what is required of me to take my next step forward. All right, shit is bananas right now, B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Somebody recently asked me, what do you do when you're doing all of the things, you're practicing all of the tools, but things still feel really intense? And honestly, this is where Ned de-stress comes in for me. It is part of my daily routine right now. It's a certified organic formula, full spectrum hemp with CBG, CBD, and also ashwagandha. So it really helps to calm down the body and soothe down anxiety. If you need some support right now, fortify your stress response and get 15% off Ned's de-stress blend with code FUNK, go to helloned.com forward slash FUNK or enter code FUNK at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash F-U-N-K to get 15% off. Thank you as always, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering myself and our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. And let's take a quick break so we can talk about Element. I'm so pumped to hear that you guys are digging this stuff. I knew you would. It's so freaking tasty. I did get a question about sodium. Somebody asked if I was concerned with the sodium content, and the answer is not at all. In fact, that's why I sought out Element as my electrolyte drink of choice. Active athletes, especially during hot weather, can lose up to seven grams of sodium per day just through sweat alone. And in order to replete that, to replace that, we need both water and sodium so we can reestablish appropriate and proper hydration. I'm active. I like to do hot yoga. Honestly, on my hot yoga days, I actually double down on Element. I know many of you are active as well, so this is something that we really should be mindful of. Salt has been villainized. It's not the bad guy. We need salt. We need minerals. We need electrolytes. And if you want to do it in a yummy way, Element is your thing. So right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. So that's eight packets for free with any element order. It's a great way to try the flavor, see what you like. And you can get it at drinkelement.com forward slash funk. The deal is only available through my link. You got to go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T.com forward slash funk. You also get a no questions asked refund. So try it risk-free. You're going to love it. And this is the gold this is the gem that I am mining out of this experience. Am I allowing myself to sit in the muck? Totally. And also, we have to look for the gems. We have to look for the lessons. 
The reality of the situation is when you set your intention on something, if it's growth, if it's expansion, if it's next steps, universal energy is going to conspire to help you align with that thing that you desire. And often this includes removing blocks standing in the way of that thing. And sometimes those blocks are within you. So this is all an invitation, right? You get to say no. You get to choose whether or not you want to answer the call or to silence it. I was talking to another mentor of mine, Ali Ofstedel, where she was talking about when you are stepping over a threshold or stepping through a threshold into your next level, into your next steps, and you have a full commitment to that next level, you're like, this is my intention. This is really my intention. That might require a heart wall work to get to the next level. Because if everything else is expanding, the heart might need to expand too. And just the funniest thing is, a year ago, this week exactly, I taught the energetics of being seen, which is all about throat chakra energy. And then I taught energetics of expansion a few months after that, where we really focus on the solar plexus energy. (laughs) But we were like skipping a whole ass step. We just like blew right through the heart space. And I really feel like I needed an experience to tap into this heart medicine, to break down these heart walls, um, not just for my own healing and for my own next steps, but also so that I could teach this. I can share this medicine with other people. And so I am learning. I'm in the process of learning. And I will be very honest with you that it feels so tender. It almost feels painful. Um, Many of you have reached out to me personally to share personal stories about how this podcast has impacted you and practicing receiving that, receiving the gratitude, receiving the love. Um, I, I feel like actual sensations in my chest and it almost feels uncomfortable. So that tells me, gosh, there is so much work that needs to be done here. Heart walls are built on grief. They're built on fear and they're built on lack of safety. They're old safety systems, mechanisms that we have in place to keep us from potentially being hurt, being exposed to those feelings. Um, And we built them up when we didn't have any other resources. And so they can feel really tender when they are cracked open. I'm sure many of you have heard that term, vulnerability hangover. It's kind of like that. You know, when I do subconscious reprogramming with with clients and, and brain retraining and creating new neural pathways, you can feel really tired afterward because it takes a lot of energy to build out those new pathways. Like your brain is doing a lot. It's operating in a new way. And so you can feel tired. Uh, but it's almost like the same thing, like almost like you're rebuilding new heart pathways is kind of how I would explain it, um, what it feels like. So I've been extremely tired. I've been crying a lot. But this experience, this like crappy experience where I could have just been like, oh, this shitty thing happened. This sucks. Um, Or I could have gone into my wounding, my over-functioning. Instead, I took a different path. I said, I'm going to take back responsibility. I'm going to take back my personal power. And I'm going to ask my community for help. All of this has allowed me to connect with individual people behind the podcast. And without this, I wouldn't have known 
the individual impact that my work or my words or my podcast had without this whole experience. And I don't know if I would have been able to access this level of connection, this level of compassion, this intimacy without this experience. So now I get to take all of these beautiful things, feeling upheld and lifted and extremely appreciated by my community and move forward. And that brings me to the future of this podcast. Because a lot of people reached out that were super afraid it was going away. I'm not going anywhere. This is a minor setback and it's not going to take me out of the game. Uh, The Functional Nutrition Podcast is, as we all know, so much more than just nutrition, right? It's been that way since day one. I love food, but I also know that there are multiple ways to feed and nourish yourself beyond just the nutrients you derive from food. So we will always, always talk about food. We will always talk about supporting the soil. The physical body is always going to be important to me. We're definitely not here to bypass the physical body. And also there's more aspects to our health than just food. And so I want this podcast to continue to serve as a full-bodied, well-rounded resource. I want there to be innovation. I want to continue to bring you new approaches to your health. I want to create new approaches to your health. It means thinking beyond what is currently being done. And so that's what I want to bring to you. You might be sitting here being like, what did I just listen to? What is she talking about? Heart wall work. Like that's the shit. We'll talk about broccoli and we're also going to talk about cracking open the barriers and the walls and the cages that you've built around your heart. Like all of it is up for grabs. All of this stuff allows us to take us another step closer to our health and our wholeness. And that's what I want to bring to you. And that's my big promise, to continue to bring you new ways of thinking about your health, not just perpetuating the same old echo chamber. I I want to say things that will get you to think, that will get you to behave in new ways, things that will actually move the needle for you. When you come to the Functional Nutrition Podcast, I want you to feel like you are getting things here that you cannot get other places. I want you to feel inspired. I want you to feel expanded. I want you to feel plugged back into your power source. I want you to appreciate what we're doing here, and I want you to feel appreciated. I know my work is shape-shifting. I'm in the middle of a transition. The product suite and the offerings are changing. I'm not sure what it looks like. It's not been fully crystallized yet. But one thing I can absolutely recommit to is this podcast. I am going to keep showing up here, and I'm going to count on you to show up for me. And even just saying that makes me feel a little funny, feel a little lump in my throat, but this is the way forward. It is together. And I've built it once, and I know I can do it again, but not alone. We're going to do this within community. This is how we rebound. This is how we come back stronger with more potency and more power. This is regeneration. Community support is the way to do that. It is the way forward. So with that said, I ask you, could you please rate, review, and share this podcast? Because you never know whose life you may change by doing so. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Functional Nutrition Podcast. If you got something from today's show, don't forget to subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend, and keep coming back for more. Take care of you.